Kia ora, I'm Erin Keem and you're listening to Conversations About Closets with my closest thousand friends. I started this project to get me through a gloomy Seattle winter, which was hitting me hard. The thing is, I love women. Why not showcase them? Why not call women I've never met, have our first conversation, record it and turn it into a podcast? So that's what I did. I didn't edit, I still don't. Some days I'm on fire, some days not so much, and sometimes I even forgot to ask questions about closets. But all my guests are amazing. Listen up, get to know them, you'll be glad you did. If you want to be a guest on my show, go to erinkeem.com. I'd love to meet you. Aroha for listening, here's today's episode. Suzanne! Hi, Erin. Can I, can I just say how impressed I am at both of us? I mean, n- neither of us are what you would call tech savants, right? <laughs> That's right. If, if, I may, if I may speak for you. <laughs> you may totally speak the truth of that statement. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're creatives. We love beauty and art and, yes. and, and the glory of nature. So... So yes. things like links can keep me baffled for a good yes. 30 minutes. <laughs> well, uh, I just kept pressing buttons and I got it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, Suzanne, you are such a joy. Now, you and I are actual friend, friend, friends. Like, we, yes. we, were, we, we met in person. We became friends in person. We hung out yes. in person. I attended your workshops. You, we, we've, we've, spent, we've had coffee together. We've talked about dreams yes. and visions and goals and our lives. And so now, now all of a sudden, oh, and, and now all of a sudden, of course, we, we, we have to meet online. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have to stay our six feet apart with our masks. Uh, but when I first started this project, the idea was to connect with women that I, I didn't know that I was supposed to be friends with. You're an actual friend. And I say yes. that from the bottom of my heart. Well, and a privilege is a privilege to be that. That's my, my pleasure. I'm so grateful for that relation, for our relationship. Well, we could just spend the next, you know, fifteen minutes talking about how amazing each other are, and, and yeah, especially okay. and especially me. But, but <laughs> I really. <laughs> but can I can I hear about your photography because this is something that's only happened in the last few years? Am I right? Well, no, I've been a photographer a long time, um, over thirty years more. But um... <laughs> for me, knowing you well, <laughs> you know me so well, Erin. Um, I've I've been a photographer since the early 70s but um but off and on professionally so I um was thought I wanted to be a professional photographer and was in fact did freelance photography for a while and um just was too difficult as far as making a living it was not my skill I didn't have those skills so went on to get my master's in social work and my license in clinical social work and became a therapist and so then began to support my art, uh, being my own patron. And so continued to do, um, take photographs and have continued for since I got my first camera in the 70s. So um, and now I'm in my 70s. So but recently, and I think this is what you might be referring to. I've had turned a corner. I've made a commitment to be a fine arts photographer in all areas um, by 
figuring out exactly how it is I want to um, share my art and how I want to be an artist in the world. And um, therefore, but taking it more seriously and taking myself as an artist more seriously. So there, that's, that's that story. Thank you for covering up my embarrassment after oh. telling the world how well I know you, how we're just like this. You know, I've, I've got my fingers together doing that, that, that incredibly close thing. Well, to be, to be fair, it has been only in the last few years and I have been in this phase of my photography since then. So I'm letting you off the hook. I, I very much appreciate it because I was wriggling. I really was. <laughs> Your photography is amazing and it tends to be would you tell me about one of your favorite photos or is that like asking a mother to pick a favorite child mm -hmm. it's uh it is hard I do have favorites of course and um usually it's the latest one that I love but um I'm interested in uh, nature and so my photograph my photographs are mostly um about beautiful beautiful scenes in nature but I also um since I uh, look a lot and and I'm very active in taking pictures particularly for Instagram um as a way to share what I the beauty I see so I often use the hashtag uh, create beauty um so um but I'm interested in that and also something called wabi-sabi which is the art of photographing um impermanence flawed impermanence because uh yeah that's that's a particular creative vision that i um, enjoy but but i love photography in in taking uh, pictures of nature and the environment because i'm very um committed to um having the environment stay as beautiful as it is now so anything i can do to help people to see the beauty in nature and the environment, maybe they'll be more uh, willing to contribute both their time, money, and energy, as I do, to fostering, you know, ecology and uh, keeping the, the beauty there for the generation. We had a slight hiccup. I think we lost connection for a minute. Are you still with me, my friend? I am. Oh, good. You also have a hashtag be present for beauty and there's been days where I have really really needed that uh, how did you come up with a hashtag be present for beauty um I had a talk I had talked um I talked to uh, and hired a person a friend but also a person who is a money coach for artists and she came up with that for me she said after we talked and she did some exploring. Christy Strau is her name, Money Coach for Artists. She's just finished a, a draft of a new book she has coming out about um, money and art. And uh, she came up with that brilliant phrase. So that was that was not me. That was her. Mm, I, I know Christy. I her appreciated book, it. Her book, Passion Plan, Passion Plan Profit, really had an impact on my life. And yeah, and uh, you introduced me to her, and I, I very much have enjoyed our connection. Be present. Yeah, she's pretty brilliant. She, she really is, but so are you. So back to your photographs. I'm looking at one here of Jean Colon. Oh, that can't be Jean. Right. That can't be right. yeah. It's it's Jean Coulon Park. Thank you. Yes, Thank here you. In, yeah. <laughs> uh, you're so cute. <laughs> it's a park. Yes, that I often walk. So I often take a lot of pictures in the park. So and then we have Long Creek, Oregon. 
and where yeah. else? Because you're traveling. You are now a traveling photographer thanks to your RV. Yes, but I've always been a traveling photographer. Every t- every I've always been a <laughs> catch you up. I'm always been a traveling photographer. We always like to travel, my husband and I. So that's always been part of our plan is, is just um, to travel and for me to take photographs and enjoy. And so because of our, we've been fortunate, we happened to buy bought our RV before COVID. So we were able to continue to travel. So that's always been a high value for myself and for him too. So. Your art, uh, as I was just saying, there's days when uh, I've just really needed to see something stunning. And your photographs mm-hmm. have meant a lot to me because of that. Thank and you. Yeah, yeah, they really have, Suzanne. They've, especially in a grey, miserable Seattle, Seattle winter's day. Would you feel comfortable yeah. letting people know how they could see your photography? Oh, that'd be great, of course. Um, my website is uh, www.thelightofchange.com. And um, because I love to, if you can't have, photography without light it is the art of light is the science of light um and some uh, photographer that is no longer with us he's a famous photographer it's called it painting with light and uh, light on paper anyway um that so i'm very focused on so to speak on um the light of change because i think we're always changing and i want to see the positive part of how light how light affects change so it's www.thelightofchange.com and then uh my hashtag in instagram is uh suze lore lorenz i think yeah suze lorenz can you spell lorenz rules darling l-o-r-e-n-z yeah thank you and you're right you're right as well hello Yes. Am I... <laughs> I mean, what, were you, what were you supposed to answer to that? It's like, well, yeah. But I also, I'm also, <laughs> the, rubber so band, the rubber band keeps getting stuck around my aligners. So it, it's, um, so you, you're dealing with somebody who deeply, deeply wants to be here for you and who's also feeling like her mouth is full of this weird kind of plastic. So, so forgive no, me. No, you've been doing great. You've been doing great. <laughs> I love you. You're so great. You're so oh. spontaneous and wonderful. Oh, my. You're my, you're the, you're the wabi-sabi of perfection, perfection in, uh, uh, and impermanence and, and beauty so imperfection I feel like we could almost leave it there but I promise I'd ask you some questions about clothes do you remember yes. you remember you showed me a photo of you as a little girl do you feel comfortable talking about that because you were wearing the most beautiful outfit and you were wearing gloves yes I was wearing gloves um but I do have to say before we go into that that um the workshop I took from you Miss Erin, who I appreciate, was really life changing. I did change, uh, it did change my whole perspective about what to wear and how to wear it. And it gave me some huge confidence in, um, in wearing what I wanted to, the colors and the feel for the clothes that I now wear. In fact, as an homage to you, I just went through my clothes again this morning and took out all the scratchy clothes and put them in a bag. So, yes. Tell me about this picture. <laughs> you should definitely not wearing, be wearing scratchy clothes. I remember we came up with your style statement as well. Do you remember what that yeah. was? It was um, beauty, of course, and um, 
uh, in nature. So a lot of blues and watercolors and mm -hmm. um, s very soft satins and things, clothes that felt good. And we had and the word practical in there. Practical and because of my little tourist side. Yes, mm -hmm. lots of yoga clothes, which I love. And um, comfort, I believe that was, that was a balance. big part of. There was also yes, balance. And balance, good job remembering. I didn't remember that. So balance with color, comfort, and, um, and nature. So um, practical. Yeah. And I remember so a fantastic the... pair of walking boots that you had. You know, for yes. going out and about in the rain. Yes. Yes. Those were great. Can you they me, are great. Can you tell me about your rain boots? Well, um, they are all of those things that have been soft. And um, they're very particularly comfortable. They're um, L.L. Bean. So they're going to last me the rest of my life. And um, I can slip them on. And they're kind of stylish galoshes I guess you'd say so and they're blue of course of course they're blue we call them gum boots in New Zealand yeah <laughs> yes and we discovered um, that Eileen Fisher is a great designer for you yes as, as long as I didn't get too I think you called it frumpy so yeah I really focused because <laughs> that can happen with Eileen Fisher but uh, yeah we've got some good ones I just gave away an Eileen Fisher this morning and because it was it was it just wasn't working. It was too scratchy. So, but yes, I love the Eileen Fisher. That was that's one of my go-to persons when I'm looking for something. Sorry, that I Eileen. Think will... Sorry, Eileen. You're right. You're right. We never. We don't want to imply you're you're frump you're frumpy per se. But there is something to be said for clothes <laughs> with a little bit of shape to them, especially when one has a a beautifully curvaceous body. One wants to be able to see that. But I just remember she has a beautiful. So a lot of her clothing is very soft. It is very fluid. Because flowing, yes. flowing was important to you with your yoga and with your work, with your with yes. your walking and with being at one with nature and with your traveling. And I do remember yes. she had a yes. I do remember being in a store, a store of hers in Bellevue Square and finding a scarf that was in a shade of blue. And I think yes. I was desperately trying to bully you into buying it at the time because it was just <laughs> it matched your eyes so beautifully. And I even yeah. wrote a blog about it about trying to yeah. push one of my poor clients into buying a scarf. I didn't really need a want, but I was just convinced the color. Yes, I think I ended up getting a, a similar scarf. I, I'm not sure it was, it, it might've been hers, but but yes, I was very tempted, but I chose not to, chose to stay within my budget. Now, you see, you see a spending plan, or as you and, you and I call it, we call it a spending plan. A spending you know, plan. Every yes. dollar has a purpose. Every dollar has a meaning. And we yes. allocate our categories and you had a category for clothing and you have a category for photography. And yes. you and I know that if you, if you take a dollar out of one envelope, well, it has to go, you know, it, it, it needs to go into another envelope. And so, uh, yes. And, yeah. and we do, we plan these, we plan these out a spending plan. And I do that with my clients. Now I help them create a spending plan. So thank you for being brave enough to say, Erin, Erin, put down the scarf. I know you want to, I know you want to see me in it. I did. It was very tempting. But, but, but I uh, have I have other uses for my money right now. Yeah. Oh. oh, what else was going to say? We also, I remember we went through some of your clothing because you were changing, like you were moving away from one part of your life to another part of your yes. life. Yes. And a lot of it was about giving permission, like having permission to let a lot of items go that no yes. longer served you because you just weren't that person anymore. 
That's exactly right. And because of that whole experience, which was fabulous, I, I can't even tell you how wonderful an experience that was because you were so clear. Yeah, not that one. Yeah, that one. And that made it easier for me as a kind of understanding. Um, then now I, I periodically can do that and say, where am I today? I just did this this morning, actually. And I thought, well, am I that person still now? You know, lots happened since the last time I did this. No, I'm giving it away. And just really feeling a need to just let go of things that don't serve me, not only in my clothes, but in everything else in my life, too. So, um, so yeah, that's that was a really wonderful um, experience, taking your workshop and or your your um, process. And now I do it periodically um, so that I can see, okay, where am I today? And is this, do this clothes fit me in where I am? So thank you for that. Thank you so much for saying this because this is supposed to be about you. I, I agree, you need to, it's, I teach a woman to dress, don't tell her how to dress. What is that thing about, you know, give a woman a fish and she eats for a day. <laughs> Give a woman a fishing rod and she can eat for a lifetime. Teach, yeah. teach the philosophy to a woman, and she can, yeah, and it, and it, it has lasting results. It's very kind of you Absolutely. to say so. Thank you. So the photo yes. I'm talking about is you when you were a little girl, and I think you were with your sisters, and you were all beautifully, beautifully yes. dressed. And I'm feeling, yes. did your mum make those clothes? You were yes, about, she I made all you? our. Yes, she made all our clothes. I don't think I bought a what we'd call store bought clothes until I was in my teens. She made all of our clothes. Yeah. Wow. And I think you were about six in the photo. You were the youngest. And there you are with your little white gloves. Yes. That's <laughs> so cute. I can't believe we wore gloves. It's amazing. That was like, that was what you did. Gloves. And if, if it was Easter, a hat. <laughs> oh, I have a really good reason to wear a hat. How has your dressing changed now that we're in COVID? I mean, you're still walking. You're still traveling. I don't think your life has changed that much. It hasn't, yeah, because as an introvert, um, you know, I miss people. I missed, miss socializing with my friends. But, you know, uh, it hasn't changed. I wear more yoga clothes. I'm more comfortable. Um, I, um, it's more important to me that the clothes that I wear are comfortable, practical, and soft, and pretty, beautiful. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, I think, and now I, I actually shop more online. And I found good, um, I, I found good um, places to buy the kind of clothes that I like, the yoga clothes I like, so um, the, which are fit all that criteria. So yeah, that's about it. I just mostly now shop online, and I wear the clothes I wear. You used to have to dress quite differently when you were in your previous occupation before you, when you yes. were in the mental health industry. That, that was more of a corporate look, wasn't it? Well, social workers don't have a, have a sort of a corporate look. It's mm. kind of a um, comfortable corporate, I guess you'd say. But yeah, totally not who I am today. And um, I'm glad about that. I'm done with that. And then when I was a therapist, I, I, was, I had to do more dressing up of being more, more I, I don't know if you'd say corporate, but certainly um, more professional. So, and yet still had to be comfortable since you sit in a chair all day. <laughs> did it feel like they, that clothing was you or did you feel like you were dressing for a part in order to make your 
Well, it was me, but it was also that was a professional attire. So mm-hmm. I was dressing what I thought was a professional attire for my for my position as a therapist. So, I mean, and according to what I felt comfortable with as well. So. I was just thinking how our clothing changes through our stages in our life, depending on oh what my we're doing, who we're with. Uh, yes. How clothing is an outward manifestation of what's going on with our life. And, I mean, it's, oh, it's a tangible wow. representation of, of who we are in that moment in time. Absolutely. Absolutely. But having learned more about being more confident in getting what I want, I don't, and because of my age, I, I don't, I don't necessarily, I want to look nice, but I don't necessarily want to, I'm not carried away by trends, trends, I don't really pay attention that much, so. I've always thought of your style as being really timeless, like your, like your photographs. Oh, thank you. I you appreciate you that. told me once, I remember we, we, we realized that you speak color. Yes. In fact, I just wrote a blog about that on my, if they go, if anyone goes to my website at uh, thelightofchange.com, I just uh, added a blog and I, I have in fact written an essay about I speak in color. And um, so, yes, that's, that's kind of how my little strange brain works. Would you feel comfortable telling just a tiny bit about what it was like be- being a child and seeing words and colors? Yeah, it was um, it was normal to me to go about my day, and if I had to do say I was brought up in a religious home, I had to say a prayers at night, and I would think of them in certain colors, and letters were in colors, and now we know it's it's a form of synesthesia, and uh, it's a just the way your brain is formed, and um, that was normal to me, so. Um, no, I don't think I talked about it. And even if I did, I don't know anybody would have said anything. They wouldn't have known. <laughs> they would have just thought I was strange, strange little child, which I was. So, um, but now I'm glad because I see that it's really served me to um, be the artist that I am, to see the world and the way I see it, and to hopefully focus and um, share that beauty and that color in my photography. Because I think when you were a little girl, you know, people didn't understand. It was a different time. They didn't know what it meant. They didn't know uh, that you had those special abilities, your your unique abilities, and you were judged by other standards. Right. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Mostly, yeah, just didn't talk about it. (laughs) So, Mm -hmm. but yeah, yeah, that was, it was, it it didn't feel like it served me then because I was um, understood that I was different. But it certainly serves me now because I was able to understand um, how I was a unique person and saw things in a unique way. That comes through in your photography. Thank, Thank you. you so much, Suzanne. Thank uh, you. you are a, you've got no idea how grateful I am that you're in my life. Uh, it's been a little, I felt like this has been a little bit of an odd conversation because we have such personal conversations and they are so meaningful and have such an impact on me it's felt a little weird having a conversation with you in what's kind of a public spotlight it's a little bit like taking out something very precious and and letting other people share it so 
it's been an odd experience, but it's been, I just really wanted people to, you know, the, considering that there's going to be at least, you know, one person who might listen to this, maybe even two, <laughs> I wanted people to know, to have access to the incredible photography that you make. So thank you. Oh thank my you gosh, thank you. I'm happy to share all of this with you and really well, it's a, always a pleasure to talk to you and um, thank you for asking me. It's very fun. Well, on that on that note, you know I'm going to be talking to you very soon anyway. So thank you so much and aroha and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye-bye.